Well, hey, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Well, the last couple episodes have been fun, haven't they? Don't forget to check out episode 11 with Julie Cochran, who is the deputy principal of a large and successful local school. She gives some very valuable insights of what it's like to lead in the middle in the education sphere. In episode 12, the last episode I did, I had a very special guest, Andy Goulet, and his ACT and New South Wales coordinator, Claudine, and they're both from Red Frogs, and they talked about the dynamic between a CEO and someone in middle leadership. It was very valuable insight. But hey, you're here at episode 13, so let's not live too much in the past. Let's get into this episode today. When I think about this year, this year has been so many things. But for me, it's just simply been unexpected. There's been a lot of change and uncertainty. You know, in today's episode, I want to give a sustainable framework for change when really unexpected circumstances come along. I hope this helps. You're listening to The Middleman Podcast with Josh Hammond, a podcast that helps you lead best in the middle. We hope this helps your week. Thanks for listening. You know, I go shopping at Woolworths. Do you do shopping in Woolworths, Bushby? No, Coles, Josh. Uh, well, you know, I'm not sponsored by Woolies or anything, but I just find that they're the most convenient. And look, my kids are obsessed with Ushies. So I've got to get those anytime that they're running that promotion. But when I'm in a rush and I've only got a few items, I'll go to the self-serve checkout and start scanning my and bagging my items. I'm sure you probably do the same. Often I put one of these items in the bag too quickly. You know, usually uh, bananas or avos or oh, I'm a bit of a fan of dark chocolate. But and I'm presented with this loud statement from the machine that says there's an unexpected item in the bagging area. Do you ever hear this? This usually results in one of the kind woolly staff coming over and helping me out so I can get out of there uh, in as quick as time as possible. But they're usually helping several others that have got the same problem as well. You know, I heard this statement the other day, unexpected item in the bagging area. I was struck that, look, this is a great picture for anyone in middle leadership this year. There's been unexpected things in our roles, in our lives, in our families. In the load we carry, there are unexpected items in the bagging area. You know, I had plans at the beginning of this year that have never been so irrelevant. Lots of things I thought I was going to do or want to do, they just went out the window in a flurry when COVID-19 blew through. You know, if you've been on social media this year, which I imagine is nearly all of us, except maybe one or two of you, I don't know, but you would have seen people posting incessantly about pivoting. You know, I was a part of this too. If you were the one person that missed these posts, pivoting refers to shifting to a new strategy or drastically changing the whole company in order to focus on a new set of customers by positioning into a new market. Sounds pretty cool. And look, if there's a year to ever start pivoting, 2020 was the year to do it. And it's a good idea, by the way, as well. Hanging on for normal to return will often or likely see us left behind in some way this year. The problem is just because we posted about it or got a cool graphic, even desired to change amidst uncertainty, these aren't the ingredients of something automatically happening. You know, amidst unexpected circumstances and what is just a flat-out weird year, there are many days, and there still are, where we just don't know quite what we're going to get. In these times, I've found it valuable to step through a simple framework as we come across these unexpected circumstances. I'm going to describe three phases that we've been 
going through over the past couple of months here in our organization at Lighthouse since the pandemic hit. And we're still on this journey, to be honest. But these phases, as we step through them, will enable us to make the required change to pivot to be the place that we need to be and positioned for the future. You ready for these? First one is, I call it the scramble. Phase one, you are just scrambling. You know, remember back to March or April, if you were leading in the middle in any organization, you'd be familiar with this time where everyone on the team was scrambling. Everyone was doing new roles. What mattered on Monday just didn't matter on Tuesday. For us, this required putting you know, all of our content from in-person onto online pretty much overnight, getting in front of cameras, closing our physical venues and opening online ones. The scramble was a bit of fun, wasn't it? It's something new, it's exciting. You know, If you're the type of person that is energized by spontaneity and adventure, you were in your element in these couple of weeks. All those scrambling uh, in this phase feels like pivoting. It's actually not really. You can't scramble forever and it actually won't see you make long-term change. But in saying this, it is a necessary phase to get stuff done. You know, if we were just sitting around as the world was changing around us, we would have been left behind. Action and scrambling was definitely necessary. But we needed to make the leap to phase two. And this is what I call sustaining the unexpected. You know, after a few weeks, we're all looking at each other thinking, how long is this going to last for? Are we going to be scrambling forever? If you've ever led in a scramble, doesn't matter what season you're in, you realize you can't sustain that forever. You know, it was helpful for me uh, and our teams and our board to have a process that we could recognize and step through so we could sustain this unexpected season. Within this phase, we audited all of our skill set in the organization. We saw where we needed to add or maybe retrain or invest or or just identify some things that clearly didn't matter for the short term right away as we adapted. This is where we asked ourselves and the team to continue doing things that maybe weren't our roles in 2019, but needed to be in 2020. And we weren't even sure for how long we were going to be doing it for. You know, when asked for clarity about well, how long am I going to be doing this for? You know, often the answer was, well, I don't know. But you know what? We're going to do it together. You know, this phase required high flexibility and buy into why it is we're doing what we're doing. You know, between April and maybe September or even really ongoingly now, many organizations had a completely different vehicle on how they got their vision to other people. For example, uh, to sustain this unexpected season, we had to produce operation manuals for new things that we had to do. This meant what took four staff to scramble over in the first couple of weeks or in the first phase, that one person could direct one or two other staff in a calm manner with the manual in place. In phase two, you ask yourself lots of questions which set you up for the next phase. Questions like, do we want to be different forever because of this? Or will we just return to normal? This is where I think true pivoting starts to take place. Asking, what will we restructure for good even though the pandemic won't require us to do so? Or what will we do never again the same? And this leads us to the phase three, which is the process of things never being the same again. What is it the type of place that you want to be changed forever because of the challenges or the unexpected items that have crossed our path this year? The other two phases, they can be fun. They can be exciting. 
They can be adventurous. It can feel like we're really achieving something. But phase three actually requires us to let go a bit. Accept that things aren't maybe changing back the way that they were. If you're a leader, you have the extra challenge of helping people process this change while also not being immune to it yourself. It can be a really difficult challenge and a heavy load to carry to be maintaining things as normal, but also changing in the background or in the process. You know, on this podcast, we've had multiple episodes that talk regularly about being the type of person who can adapt and change for what the environment has needed. And that is the part of being someone in the middle, of being that middleman or woman wherever you find yourself in the organization. But can I say this takes a lot of personal security, being secure enough in your identity not to be too linked to a role or position description. You know, we restructured our exec team completely to carry different responsibilities into phase three and into the future. We resisted the urge to return to normal, even though some of the easing of restrictions or as things started to open back up, it would have allowed us to do that. Change is not easy, even if we like the idea of change. It requires us, as I've said before, to deal with our insecurities. And of course, we also need to deal with other people's as well. Making change while maintaining some things is tough. But hey, it's our job to carry that load in the middle. How are you structured for the future? I mean, you may not work in an organization with a small or medium or large team. You'd be like, well, how does this apply, Josh? But what changes have you had to make at home this year with your family? I reckon it's never too late to make changes. There's no boat you've missed, even though things maybe are starting to return to some semblance of normal, even as I'm recording this in November 2020. But global pandemic or not, change is possible in any season. And I reckon it's important as leaders to have the nimbleness to take it on. If you've ever played basketball, you know that pivoting requires you to keep one foot planted while moving your body in different directions looking for opportunities to pass or shoot. This is a great picture of how I take on change. You don't have to throw everything out at once. What are the values that you're going to keep grounded while pivoting for new opportunities? For me, this is my faith. You know, what do I know to be true and the hope that gives me in anything unexpected? For me, this is my family and the promises that I've made to them to do life with them forever. Also talk regularly in times of high change to friends and to mentors about the weight that can come on leadership at this time as well. If you've got unexpected items in your bagging area, don't be afraid to call in for some help or to you know, ask for someone to help reflect with you on this season and say, can you help me rearrange some things? You know, amidst the challenges of this year, I'm going to be honest, there are things that I would never have changed or adjusted if it weren't for the circumstances of this year. You know, without neglecting the human tragedy of this pandemic, there are things that I am grateful uh, in this season, although I wouldn't have ever expected this at the outset of this year at all. What are you grateful for in this time? You know, just take some time to reflect amidst all that we have to do amidst all the loads we've got to carry, amidst all the jobs on our to-do list, amidst all the expectations that people may expect us or require us to do. What are you grateful for in this season? I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to let you know I'm right here in the middle with you. I want to encourage you. I reckon you're doing a better job than you think you are. 
I know it's been a really tough year, but there has been some amazing things that have come out of this season as well. Now I remind you, if you ever want to connect, you can DM me or reach out on Instagram at, at Josh underscore Hammond. That's with two M's and two N's. If you found this content helpful, I'd love you to recommend it to others. Or of course, you can leave a rating or review. I hope you have a great week being your best in the middle. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. The Middleman loves to give back to community initiatives. Red Frogs is an organisation that safeguards and supports the next generation. If you want to give back as well, all the details are in the show notes.